I had this whole plan of not being in my car today from home. I'm gonna mm-hmm. this in there a little bit. There you go. Is that better wind? Yeah, it sounds lovely. Okay, great. So I guess I can pull these things up. Um, I was gonna do it from home. I was all excited. Nice and peaceful morning, not in my car. And then the guys are putting in the hardwood floors. We're doing a renovation. And it sounded mm-hmm. like machine guns. So I <laughs> jumped in my car, and I'm here in beautiful 100-acre cove in Barrington. Well, hey, you know, it's it's much better scenery than, you know, the inside of your automobile, which is nice. It, it is a little bit better, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how have you been? I've been great. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. I see uh, you have a little Central Perk shirt on, so coffee-themed outfit, which is lovely. Do that? I like it. <laughs> A little ugly Christmas sweater, a little coffee action going on. I mean, I, I think ugly is subjective. I think it's lovely. Thank you. You know, I don't think it's ugly. I think it looks fantastic. Well, that's good. Thank you. <laughs> right. So, um, do you have actual coffee? Um, no. Not today. All right. That that's is, fine. that is, sitting on my counter at home before I Got rushed out there, realizing I couldn't do this at. <laughs> gotcha. So, cool. well, I'll, well, just enjoy, I'll enjoy you um, drinking yours. My holiday blend again, you know? Filled with holidays. Um, so, you had a great idea today, I thought, with true and false questions about running. Just some random facts about running in the body. I thought it would be fun. And they can lead yeah. to some conversations or questions. Yeah, absolutely. I have a little, uh, I wrote mine down because I. I felt like I would forget them and not be able to recall them. Um, so, yeah, I got a bunch, a couple of them. All right. anyway. I got some, too. Why don't we, like, go back and forth? Do we want to give, like, we got a few people listening in live right now. Do you want to give them a, uh, a few seconds to write in their answers? Oh, that could be interesting. Let's try it. See what happens. Yeah. We'll, so we'll throw the question out. Five-second wait. Throw your uh, comment in if it's true or false, and then we'll let you know at least what we think, right? <laughs> at, least, at least in our brains, we know it's true or false. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, you- um, well, first, I got to say to Danielle here, uh, you know, feel better. She's got um, COVID. Hasn't run yeah. in six days. Sorry about that. Get better. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, feel better. Relax. Recover. Sleep. Do what you can do. Um, all right. Do you want me to go first? Go first. Many of mine are um, kind of shoe related because, you know, I work at Roadrunner. Do you? Um, I do. Uh, true or false? The most expensive shoe is the best shoe. Huh? Hmm? What do you think? Should, should I answer? You had to uh, go. False. Oh, good answer. That is so. It's your false answer is very true. <laughs> I'm a little exactly. confused about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brian nailed it. He got it. False. Of course so, he did. Uh, you know, we. You know, we. You could buy uh, Yeezys for what, like thousands of dollars on eBay or whatever. <laughs> yes, you can. Those are technically shoes, and they're very expensive. But I would yeah. not run them. I wouldn't run a step in them. No, I wouldn't either. There was a First study off, way way back when that compared injury rates and shoe price, and it was almost inversely 
um, proportional. Meaning the more you spent, the more likely you were to get hurt, which is interesting. Weird. Yeah, yeah so well, you I can find that. It's a law. It's an old one. Well, I think like a lot of times these like super expensive shoes are just they're just super expensive to be super expensive. There's nothing really going on. There's like kind of a bread and butter price point for stores like ours. It, when I first started working here, it was like eighty five bucks. Not anymore. Now, <laughs> now it's a uh, right around uh, one hundred and thirty. I would say is kind of like the probably like the best. Yeah, dollar per mile. Um, price point for any good pair of shoes. 130, I'd say. All right, so we're, we're in the three digits for sure. We're in three digits for sure. There are some really good ones for right on 100. So, like, if you're neutral gate, um, the Brooks Launch is a good one, or the Brooks Launch GTS, if you need some support, those both go for 100 bucks. And my favorite shoe on the planet, well, second favorite, is the it's a mouthful of a shoe. Reebok Float Ride Energy, no float. Oh goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Reebok, Reebok Float Ride Forever Energy 3.0. That is a most. That's it. And it's a hundred bucks. Neutral, lightweight. You can run hundreds of miles in it, but it's uh, and it's super durable. So yeah, it's great. It's lightweight. It's fast. You can do anything in it. Awesome. Hundred like smackers. It. Anyway, you go next. Okay. All right. Uh, true or false? There are over 50 million documented runners in the United States. Ooh. 50 million. True or false? There are oh. over 50 million documented uh, runners in the United States. Uh, true? Boom. Yes. Look at that, Brian. Not a runner. This guy's good. He just, he yeah, knows. dude, it's so many. You know, you know what? So it, many. BJ knows all because he's from Westport, Massachusetts, where I'm from. That's why. Oh, is that this, the uh, smart guy capital of the world? <laughs> it is. Uh, yeah, so almost 15% of the population um, classifies themselves as a runner of some sort. Interesting. Yeah. And and does it just have to do with the fact that they just run occasionally, or is there like a threshold of like? Depending on depending on who you talk to, in that number it fluctuates a little bit. But mm -hmm. um, there was some there was some classification on what makes you a runner. And I, I apologize for not knowing the exact fact, but it was running like more than two days a week or more than like six miles a week. There's some base level that you need to cross to be mm -hmm. classified as a runner. And over 50 million in this country put themselves in that category. Wow, interesting. Because a lot of times people will come into the store and they'll be like, oh, you know, I'm not a runner. I just run like five miles a day. And <laughs> they'll be like, what are you talking about? That <laughs> you is know? definitely a runner. <laughs> That's a runner. I like to say if you run, you're a runner, you know? You get out there right. and you're running, you're a runner. And so, yeah, I, I think that number is like a little low considering all the people who come in who think they are not runners, who are actually runners. You know, there's a lot of them. Anyway, next up. Okay. All right, go. True or false, running is bad for your knees. 
I'm waiting to see if someone answers that one. Come on, Jay. I got nothing. What do you got, Mike? Oh, oh, Brian got it again. He got it again. He's the man, Westport. Um, my headphones are working again now for some reason. Um, All right, cool. Can you hear me okay? I can, yes. Nice and clear. Yes, that is false. So Running false. Is, so false. Running is not bad for your knees. That was it's a question. Good for right? your knees. Is it good for your knees? There's a certain point. So they did a study where they, they basically compared, and I'm going to really dumb this down because I can't remember the actual details. Couch potatoes, average runners of 20 to 25 miles a week, and like ultra marathoners type runners. Um, and that middle group where moderate running, 20 to 25 miles a week, is that they actually see an increase in health benefit in the cartilage and in the knees. You don't do enough, that's not good for your knees. And if you do too much, it's not good for your knees. So we talked about this, everything in moderation, right? Right. The truth is usually in the middle there somewhere. Boom. There it is. There it is. So it is, it's good for your knees if you don't run like 100 miles a day. Seven days a week. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Cool, man. All right. What do you got? All right, my turn. Running? Yeah, man. All right, not, not specifically about running, but true or false, mm -hmm. you are taller in the morning than you are in the evening. Well, see, this is one that blows my mind. I can't even imagine. Oh. See, I would think I'd just be the same, you know? Brian, yeah. says, so what? Bri Brian says true, so I'm going with true. You got to go, Brian, man. I'll put <laughs> I my know, money. Right? Exactly. <laughs> um, BJ, you got to help me pick some stocks later. <laughs> um, so, yeah, true. And you want to know why? Yes, I do. A few different reasons. The main reason is when you're lying horizontal, your discs, which are fluid-filled little jelly donut structures, um, get a – they rehydrate, so they get a little bit thicker. So first thing in the morning, gravity has to squish those bad boys down. So all your discs are micrometers bigger, but you add up all the discs and now you're, you could be as much as a quarter of an inch or something like that, a few millimeters taller. And then as you fight gravity all day, it compresses, fluid oozes out of those discs um, very lightly. Um, and yeah, you can get smaller. So if you're gonna like, if you're gonna go buy pants, mm -hmm. I'm in the morning, that'll be when you're at your tallest. Oh, interesting. And then right. your pants will just get shorter and shorter throughout the day. Oh, no, longer right, right. and long, no, longer and longer. The pants will get longer day. and longer. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> right, I'm going to do another question because it kind of relates to this. Because I'm going yeah, sure. to tie it in. So, for it. true or false, your feet are bigger in the morning than in the evening. Ooh, that's a good question. I'm going to have to cross that off of my list here. True or false, your feet are bigger in the morning than in the evening. Come on, BJ. What you got? <laughs> Where we at? I know the answer. I think. I think I know the answer. BJ says false. I think Man, I agree. He, he's batting a thousand. This guy's good. He said he's winning. Yeah. He's winning. For he sure. Is winning. He is winning. So, um, you're same thing. You're non-weight bearing. You're not fighting gravity. Your arch will tend to be a little bit higher, a little bit stiffer. So your foot, here's my example, foot gets a little bit um, shorter. 
Now, as you're mm -hmm. fighting gravity all day, the arch will lower, your toes will get longer, and now you've got a bigger foot. So, gravity, should, man. All right, so sneaker guy, should we be buying shoes first thing in the morning or buying shoes later in the day? Um, usually later in the day is good, you know? Right, yeah. It's good because, you know, you might find that you end up buying a shoe that's a little too small and then toenails fall off, you know? <laughs> Can't have that. Yeah, we want to keep those on your toes, you know? Yeah, that's where they belong. That's where they belong. Um, so I have another shoe uh, question. Okay, go. So we've heard a lot about these, like, Hoka shoes, you know, lately. They're kind of all the rage. They are. Um, and then a few years ago, there were, like, the Vibram shoes that were, like, nothing. Um, so... True or false? Having a maximum cushion shoe is the best type of shoe. I'm BJ, waiting for you. <laughs> Brian says he runs at Hoka's. And he says it depends, which is the right answer. It is. So false, so, you know, false. the most cushion, yeah, the most cushioning is not always the best. No. It depends on you, you know? We talk about this a lot, where what are you running for? And right. what's going on in your life? Are you someone who just needs a comfortable shoe to go to work in, and you're standing all day? Then yeah, maybe you get a lot of cushioning under your foot. You know, are you someone who's had neuromas in the past and you need a wider toe box and a ton of cushioning in the forefoot? Hey, get a cushioning shoe. Right. But you might not be that person. Nope. And so you gotta, we're all snowflakes, you know? That's true. And BJ brought up a good point. Um, we're constantly changing too. So what could have worked for me at the age of 20, you know, now that I'm 26? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, um, it's uh, six years is a big, it's a big change. Big, yeah, um, yeah. My my requirements, the the deficits or the imbalances I have are different than I, than twenty years ago. So my um, yeah, my foot needs have changed. Um, so yeah, depends. It depends. So true. And so I mean that answers my second question here. Are minimalist shoes the best <laughs> for everybody? That is also false. That is also false. Right. Works for some right. folks, not for everybody. Right. I like how we're tying these questions together. This is, and we just make this stuff up as we go, you know? Off the cuff. <laughs> right. I don't even know what that means, but. Uh, All right. Some, yeah. Are you right, ready? I don't know. Go for I got, it. I've got, I've got mine flopping around on a piece of paper in the window over here. All right, cool. All right, I'm going to do another anatomy one. All right. Should I do a true or false or have people try to guess the answer? Uh, uh, Let's go true or false. Keep it simple. Yeah, just, you know. Okay. The strongest muscle in your body is located above your neck. Ooh. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Oh. Three, two, one. If VJ says yes, it's got to be yes. It's got to be yes. That's what I was going to say. True. true. It's true. It's got to be true. If VJ says you're true. 
your masseter muscle, your jaw. Ah, oh, like a crocodile. Considered, not the tongue. Oh, tongue see, is most personal. Been... It's up there. Yeah. Oh, PJ, man, you were batting a thousand to the left of okay. the yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, but I'm sure you'll find some sites that'll tell you it's the tongue or the gluteus maximus. But typically, um, it's masseter, gluteus maximus, and then your soleus are top three, usually in that order. But something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Think about think about your jaw. You create a lot of torque and poundage of force and bite into like ice and crack things, and it's pretty impressive. Right, it is. It's very. I mean, it's it's very impressive. I heard something about crocodiles, and they must have like really strong whatever that muscle was called. Yeah, I think they can bite through like the hood of a '57 Chevy or something. <laughs> right, but that's interesting. It's not like a very big muscle, right? No, no, it's small. But it's very strong. What makes it so strong, Mike? I wasn't ready for questions being asked of me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think the physics behind it. Is that just like the physics? Yeah. It's just the physics on how the joints are arranged and the amount of density of those muscle fibers and the mitochondria in there. It's just, it's a beefy muscle, beefy little guy. All right, cool. Good good to know. (laughs) All right. My true or false has to do with a video I saw of you a couple of days ago on social media. With our boy, Brian, Brian Hay. Oh, me and Brian, yeah. Yes. So, I've got 30 minutes to go for a run, Mike. (laughs) True or false? True or false? It's better for me to run 26 minutes and get a four-minute warm-up in than it is for me to just rush 30 minutes of of a run. True or false? Should we wait for BJ to uh, chime in? Right. Yes, Let's go, BJ. Yeah, I know he's going to get this one right. Come on, BJ. Come on, BJ. Where are you? The last thing he said is nobody's perfect. There he is. Better to get the warm-up. So true, BJ. So true. So true. Never sacrifice the warm-up to get an extra four minutes in your run. Ever. Ever. Yeah, most runners don't think that, though, man. They want to get them miles in, you know? They're like, I got to run my 100-mile week this week, so I got to make sure I get my, uh, you know, 30 minutes in so I can cover, you know, five miles, four miles, and make sure I can hit my mileage. Is that how the runners talk in the store? That's how they talk. They're like like meathead, you know, bros, you know? (laughs) Yeah, uh, but yeah, that's like the um, the the thing they have these like arbitrary, maybe not arbitrary, but they're like goals that they want to hit that are like mileage goals, and then they like just forget about the warm up. They forget about the stretching and the other stuff. You gotta warm up. And BJ's yeah. right, man. Chasing miles equals injury a lot right. of times. And I, and I use a similar saying, but I say chasing metrics because, you know, I'm dealing with people in the gym and no, no, the CrossFit workout was 7,016 pull-ups for this workout. And I got to get in the 7,016 because if I don't, then I'm not going to get stronger and healthier. So it's like this all or nothing approach, which we got to get rid of. Yeah. Yeah. Someone's doing 7,016 pull-ups. 
<laughs> that's a ton of pull-ups. Yeah, that's a ton of pull-ups. Yeah. I think I think I'm five, maybe. I Max. think I've done that. I think I've done that many in my lifetime. There's a lot of pull-ups. Yeah, I don't think I'll. I don't think I'll even hit that. No. You know, I got a couple like couple decades, hopefully. Still not hitting seven thousand. No. I think yeah, at one point, I think at my strongest, I did like thirty-four. Actually, at the Boston Marathon, the the U.S. Army had like this pull-up contest, and I was in the oh, lead. Yeah. I was in the lead for like five minutes. I did like thirty-something pull-ups, and I thought I was the man. And then, yeah, and then and then some like soldier in the U.S. Army came in and didn't even break a sweat, and he was like fifteen, just <laughs> it wasn't even moving. He was like a perfectly still statue, just going up and down doing pull-ups. Yeah, embarrassing. man. Yeah, he was the man. Well, I'm glad right. he's on our team, you know? Right. All right, I think I got one more here somewhere. All right, cool. Um, Let's see it. All right, another anatomy one. So I don't want to talk about running injuries because everyone knows a lot of people get hurt. Your running injuries right. are mostly in the lower body. I don't need to go into the details of that. I had a couple of questions. Oh. Um, all right. Am I getting windy? Can you hear me okay? <laughs> I can hear you okay. Yeah. I think you're all right. If you stretched out your blood vessels yeah. from inside your body, they would span 60,000 miles. Wow. It's such, a, it's such a large number that I feel like it, you know. <laughs> can't be true. <laughs> it can't be. Let's see. Oh, countdown. Five, four, three, two, one. I'm saying true. Why? Because BJ said true? Because BJ said true, but also because, like, it's, like, you would have just, you just made, like, you didn't just make that up, like, 60,000 miles, you know? Like, it's I feel true. like, it's got to be true. I'm calling the middle of our thing. What are you thinking? It's not like that means your phone. I don't know. It's, I don't know who goes, probably one of those scam likely calls, you know? Right. Um, anyway, anyway 60,000 miles is a lot. I was going to do multiple choice. And if you did multiple choice, you would fool people. It's like, I was going to say 600 miles. Well, that's a lot of miles. That Six, is. 6,000 miles. That's still a lot. That's a lot. I don't know. That can't be true. 60,000? No way in hell. 60,000, that's impossible. And it's true. That's the well, truth. So tiny. And there's so many of them throughout our body. That's crazy, man. Science, kidney, am I right? I believe kidney has the most blood flow in vessels in that bad boy. Kidney, huh? Filters underrated, are. underrated the kidney, you know. <laughs> the most underrated organ I've ever seen. I think so. I mean, I think right? so. Um, I, I mean, I, I think we should end on that one. That's a good one to end on. I'm gonna drop, like, I'm gonna drop like, I have another one. I have another one about foam rolling, but I mean, the blood vessel thing is fantastic. Call it a day, man. Call it a week. Let's let's end it. Call it I, a talk. I uh, failed to look up any dad jokes, so we, I can't provide one. I usually like Google them before. Right. So I have right. one. But see I if forgot. I get one in three. See if I get one in three seconds. All right. Two. Two. One. Anything? That's <laughs> all right. We'll, we'll save yeah. it. We'll do it. We'll hit hit them with a good one next week. All right. Sounds good. We'll get. We'll all come right. back with two. Wait, what is next week Christmas? Like, what's going on next week? Oh yeah, next week's Christmas. I don't know if I'll be uh, around. I might Christmas not Eve. Christmas Eve is Friday. 
All right. You want to do it? What do you think? Yeah, I think I don't know if I'll be game, you know? All right. So maybe we'll see you, everyone, New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. I can dig that. Want to do that? Yeah, let's do it. All right. I'm going to work on stretching out my blood vessels and meet All right. I'm going to go Google some dad jokes. All right. Sounds good. All right. We'll see you. See you. Bye, Bye, everybody. everybody. Thanks for tuning in.